You're listening to the Mark White Show. That's a good how do you do. <laughs> Are you building your dream home? Or have you decided to stay in your current home and remodel? Either way, we all know that kitchens and baths are smart investments when it comes to the value and livability of our homes. Regardless of the project size or complexity, you want and deserve quality products and amazing service before, during, and most importantly, after the sale. A big part of that service is dealing with people that understand their products and can provide advice and consultation that you can rely on. Sounds like a tall order for sure. Who can give you the brands you know and trust and the professional help you deserve? Our friends over at Park Supply Company, of course. They are the go-to for all of your kitchen, bath, and DIY needs. Visit their locations in Huntsville and Athens and you will understand the difference of the Park Supply way. Large selection with the small hometown feel you love. Mention this ad and receive a one-time coupon good for $10 off of a $50 purchase. Go to parksupplycompany.com and connect with them today. Have you been searching for a rewarding career as labor, skilled labor, or lead man supervisor? Premier Structures may have the career you've been looking for. Premier Structures offers three stages of profit sharing, 70% of health insurance covered for individuals, and plenty of room for growth. Premier Structures is located in Athens, Alabama, and serves all of North Alabama, and is licensed in Alabama and Tennessee. To find your career with Premier Structures, Go to premierstructures.com or give them a call at 256-232-2092. Bob Sykes Barbecue has a big announcement. They are now delivering to your home or office. Just order online and we'll take care of the rest. Check them out at bobsykes.com. Sometimes life brings you a moment you always will remember. Some of nature's most beautiful creations framed by places we know and cherish. And aren't we in luck that some of life's most memorable scenes are right here at home, all together at Alabama the Beautiful, the group on Facebook, where the eye captures the moment, and it really does last forever. Be sure to check out alabamathebeautifulmagazine.com. With six convenient locations to serve you, Bankston Motorhomes is your local RV dealer. They have some of the top brand name RVs for sale at incredible prices. Whether you are looking for an awesome RV for a long-term road trip or a smaller or more lightweight RV for the occasional weekend getaway, Bankston Motorhomes is here to provide you with some outstanding options and deals that you just won't find anywhere else. For more information, go to bankstonmotorhomes.com or visit one of their six convenient locations in Huntsville, Florence, Warrior, Albertville, and Ardmore in Nashville, Tennessee. That's Bankston Motorhomes. Fuquay's Southern Soul Food is available at two locations, one in Rogersville in the Foodland Shopping Center on Highway 72 and one in Hartzell at 711 Nance Ford Road. Enjoy the salad bar and various delicious meats, vegetables, desserts on the all-you-can-eat buffet. Open Tuesday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 8 p.m., Saturday, 7 a.m. to 8 p.m., and Sunday, 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. Go see my friends at Fuquay's Southern Soul Food in Rogersville or Hartzell and tell them the Mark White Show sent you. Now, with tomatoes and other fresh produce, J. Calvert Farms in Coleman, Alabama is ready to serve you. Located at 30 County Road 260, Coleman, Alabama, you can go to their website at jcalvertfarms.com and follow them on Facebook and Instagram at jcalvertfarms. Give them a call at 256-636-2752. That's J. Calvert Farms in Coleman, Alabama. 
With locations in Tuscumbia, Florence, Muscle Shoals, Russellville, Killen, Madison, and Athens, Singing River Dentistry provides the most advanced dental care, including same-day crowns and implants, in a compassionate and friendly atmosphere. They excel in educating their patients and themselves about the benefits of keeping a healthy smile for a lifetime. The care of their patients is the center of their practice. They value their patients' time, trust, and total health. For more information about their practice or to request an appointment, go to singingriverdentistry.com. Hey everybody, this is Daryl Worley, and you're listening to The Mark White Show. Hey, step up and make a difference like he does. This is Nico Johnson from Andalusia, Alabama, assistant football coach at University of Texas. Be where your feet are. You listen to The Mark White Show. Hey y'all, this is Jeff Foxworthy, and you, yeah, you can make a huge difference somebody's life you just may not have figured out how yet and that's why you're listening to the mark white show hi i'm crystal gale and you're listening to the mark white show and one smile can make a difference hello i'm gene stallings and this is the mark white show get off the sideline and get involved and make a difference in your community you are listening to the mark white show my daddy is your host mark white Welcome to another edition of the Mark White Show. I'm glad that you can be with us today as we talk about volunteer fire departments. We talk about the importance of volunteer fire departments in our communities and fundraising efforts that take place. In particular, we have one fundraising effort coming up on October the 7th at Caddo Midway Volunteer Fire Department. And I have on the line with me Hannah Stevens as she shares about this fundraising event. Later on in the show, we'll have meteorologist James Spann. Always glad to have him on the Mark White Show. Right now, we'd like to welcome Hannah. Welcome to the Mark White Show, Hannah Stevens. Hi, thank you. I'm so, thank you for letting me be here. I'm so honored to be a part of your show. Very good. Glad to have you and glad to be able to open up this conversation about the importance of volunteer fire departments in our communities. Mm-hmm. As we talked about prior to this conversation, there may be people out there who don't understand the financial support that it takes to be able to get the work done. Absolutely. Um, so I'll say this. I have been a volunteer firefighter for about a year. And I recently became an EMT as well. Um, and if you would have told me that a couple of things, I didn't even know that there were such things as volunteer firefighters. Um, when you look at the United States and, you know, it's a percentage, a majority of firefighters in America are volunteer firefighters. Um, and, you know, you have the shows like Chicago, uh, Chicago Fire and, you know, whatever, Station 19, which is uh, not, you know, like off Grey's Anatomy. Um, you know, you have those shows and you have an idea of what, firefighters do but most people think all we do is fight fires they don't know that when there's a fall like when an elderly person falls or if there's a car wreck or if you know there's been a lot of medical calls like we're the first responders we are the first person the first people on a call um, and on the scene and so for me when I before I joined I had no idea (laughs) and I honestly joined um, you know the fire station I'm at now because of the fall fire fest last year um, my best friend's Myra Yarbrough and her husband, Ernie Yarbrough, is a state house rep. And so we put together the Fall Fire Fest. It was a way for, you know, he had the idea of Ernie um, to have a way for all the Lawrence County Fire Departments to be able to raise money and raise awareness each year. And so he's created an app which people can purchase, you know, which they can donate to monthly or yearly, whatever they want. Um, but through that last year, helping the event and, you know, getting to know some of the other fire stations, I was like, hmm. Maybe I could volunteer. Maybe there's something I could do. And I thought I was just going to jump in and help with social media or marketing or whatever, which I do also do that for our fire station. But 
um, the very first call I went on was Thanksgiving. Uh, it was last Thanksgiving. There was a house fire, um, and I was I loved it. I loved the feeling of getting to help people in our community. I love the feeling of having a you know a purpose. I love the feeling of you know the adrenaline rushing when like you know it, it's just, it, it it's hard to explain. But after that, I was like I was addicted. And so from then on, obviously, um, that's kind of the rest is history. But yeah, so when I go out to these calls now, I do a lot of medical calls. Um, and people ask, you know, what we do and who we are. A lot of them are shocked to realize that we rely so much on donations and fundraisers that we aren't just allotted money each year from the state. Now, sometimes we can be lucky by the grace of God and get a grant. Um, but I would say 95% of the time we're relying on fundraisers or you know, whether it's Swamp John's or it's a barbecue plate or whatever, or just people being generous and donating. That's how your fire stations stay open. And in Lawrence County, there's only like two or three full-time firefighters. The rest of us are volunteer. And, you know, we're not a city, like we're not like in Decatur, everything's funded by the city. I mean, we have to pay for the upkeep of the trucks, or we, for the tires, for the air packs, for the gear. I mean, it can cost, I mean, you know, $5,000 just to outfit one firefighter, sometimes closer to 10000 So all that to say, this is an event that the goal is to not only raise money for our volunteer firefighters, but honestly to bring awareness on what we do and the impact we have in our community and how people like you in the community can also help us help y'all, if that makes sense. <laughs> it does. And speaking of that impact, let's talk a little bit about those individuals yeah. that you work with and their approach to serving their community? Yeah, I mean, I think the, one of the most fascinating parts of being a volunteer firefighter is just the diverse group of people we have. I mean, I am I am a 31-year-old single woman with no kids, right? There are people at the fire station who are older, who are in their, you know, maybe 60, 70-year-old uh, men and women who help. Um, we have people who, um, we have couples, husband and wives that both are firefighters and they, their kids have grown up in the fire station. I mean, there's such a wide variety of people who serve. And, you know, I think the best part about being a volunteer firefighter is that you have a group of people all with different stories, different experiences, different pasts, different upbringings with all the same goal in mind is helping help keep our community safe. Um, and, you know, these people, I mean, are people that I would do anything for. But also, it's really awesome going to a fire or going to a medical call and working with people that otherwise you probably would have never met, right? I mean, we all have full-time jobs. Maybe some of us are stay-at-home moms. Maybe some of us work at a plant indicator. Maybe, you know, some of us work um, from home doing something, or maybe we're teachers or doctors or dentists. Whatever it is, that's our day job. But the rest of the time, this is what we do. And so I just, you know, I think it's important that people know that, you know, they're is a need for volunteer firefighters, whether you want to help maintain trucks or whether you want to help mop floors or make food or whether you want to learn how to fight fire and go into a house fire. I mean, there is always room at the table for whoever wants to join. Um, but also there are people in the community who are like, you know what, that's not my cup of tea. Um, but I want to support. And there's so many ways you can do that. I mean, every fire station is different. Every fire station has different needs, but you can go to your fire station and say, Hey, how can we support y'all? Maybe it's, donating drinks maybe it's you know doing a church fundraiser i mean our church in trinity um we did a local car wash and we raised a good money in like two hours and donated every penny to our local volunteer fire station and they were so thankful and so blessed by that and so it's just small things like that that can make such a big difference and this is the second fall festival let's talk about last year 
and the success of last year being the first year. What was that event yeah. like? Um, so last year we did it at Speak, um, and it was really awesome. I mean, you know, the first is always the hardest because you kind of have to learn the things you want to change, kind of iron out the kinks, the wrinkles, so to speak. And, you know, I thought we had a really great turnout for the first year. Um, we did it later in October, and I think that was probably one of the mistakes we made was because, you know, once you get later in October, there are so many fall festivals and, and trunk retreats and, you know, all these fall festivals, so to speak. And so our goal this year was to twofold. <laughs> One, have a time of month, you know, plan it when we're not going to be competing with necessarily so many other things going on. But also, like, trying to find a week where Alabama and Auburn don't have, like, these massive home games, right? Like, you, want, you don't want to do it when Alabama and Tennessee are playing. You know, you don't want to do it when Auburn and Alabama are playing, right? You really want to find a game or a weekend where, People are like, oh, it's Alabama, Kentucky, or oh, it's Auburn, whatever, and we we can miss that for a little bit, right? And so we try to be strategic and find a Saturday that would be, Lord willing, nice weather. If it's a day like today where it's sunny and not hot at all and feels like the start of fall, it would be a perfect day. So we're just praying for good weather. But, yeah, this is going to be at Cato Midway in Trinity, and it's going to be um, at the main station, which is off County Road 214. And it's going to be a fun time. I mean, we have a lot of fun stuff planned. We're going to have touch a, tr a touch a truck. We're going to have a bounce house. We're going to have some pumpkin painting. Obviously, James Spann's going to be there for a meet and greet and book signing and just getting to meet him. Um, we're going to have some uh, bunch of games for the kids to play. Um, we have a lot of like fall festival type games. Then we also have these old school games we did last year, like an egg toss and tug of war and sack races, like just a fun time for people to get to come to the community. And we're also going to be selling uh, pork plates um, for $14 with some uh, pork. You get a pork, you get some pork roll, um, potato salad, baked beans, and a drink. And 100% of that all goes to our volunteer fire station. So it's just going to be a really fun time. Oh, we'll also have face painting. But there's just a lot to do. Um, and we'll be there from 12 to 4. James will be there from 12 to 3. And it's just a way for, like I said, a way for us as volunteer firefighters to get to meet the community in a way for the community to kind of get an idea of what we do and what a fire station looks like and where we're located. And it's just a really unique way, I think, to have this benefit both parties. And I would love for this to be something that fire stations all over the country do, that they're like, hey, we need to start having these, uh, you know, fall fire fest, and we need to have ways that we can have residual income each month. Whether, I mean, because I'll say this, a lot of people don't realize how expensive it is. And I didn't until I, you know, was starting to crunch numbers and get an idea of what it looks like. But, I mean, when you have a fire station and you're like, okay, you have all these little basic things you need, right? You need power. You need a building. You need trucks, right? I mean, most people would be shocked to know that a lot of operational costs, basic could be close to forty or $50,000. I mean, that's just based on, you know, the building. That's based on insurance. That's based on HVAC, power, Wi-Fi, phone lines, all these basic things. And then you have to account in the consideration that you have trucks you have to maintain. I mean, we've had several trucks needing work this year that wasn't paid for by the state or the county or the city. It was paid for by donations. It was paid for by grant money if we happen to have any of that left over. And so. I mean, each firefighter, like I said, each firefighter, it's probably around $10,000 now to um, to dress one firefighter. 
and and our gear, our SDBA, our helmet, our radios, gloves, all of that. Like that's just for that. And then you have all these other bills, whether it's new tires or air tanks for the um, air pack. So anyway, it's just a way for us to, like I said, get to know the community, for them to get to see who we are. Um, because it's cool when you get to go on calls and, you, and you, like I said, you meet people, you work with people you never probably would have met, but you also meet people. Um, and I think one of the best things about being a volunteer firefighter is that you get to make relationships with people because when you go to a call, you're meeting people on their worst day, right? Like when someone calls 911, majority of the time, unless they're having a baby or whatever, they're probably not having a great day. And so you have the opportunity to meet them where they are and get to whether it's help them physically, whether it's just to comfort them um, while, you know, uh, ambulance is on the way. Maybe it's, you know, comforting them while you're um, taking control of a fire um, that's on, in their home. Maybe it's, you know, praying with them. It's it, just a plethora of things. But, you know, it's such an honor to be a volunteer firefighter. And I just want to encourage all of y'all listening that, you know, get involved. Like I said, whether that's you wanting to volunteer whether that's wanting you to donate. I mean, there are so many ways that you can serve. And so I think it's one of those things where when a community sees what we are doing, they're going to be more willing to help and walk alongside of alongside us and be willing to say, hey, I am willing to walk hand in hand with this common goal of making our county safe, keeping us healthy, and helping us, you know, live long lives. I mean, so anyway, all that to say, it's just going to be a really fun event. And I'm hoping that the county and the, you know, the citizens of Lawrence County will be greatly benefited and feel uh, more educated on what we do. Because a lot of people don't realize it's more than just fighting fires. It's honestly saving lives. Caddo Midway Volunteer Fire Department Fall Festival coming up October the 7th. How can people find out more information, Hannah? Yeah, so we're actually going to be blasting out um, this on social media. So on Facebook and Instagram, you can also go to, you can also search Cat and Midway. We have a website. We're going to have this on there as well. But really the best way is just going to be on social media. I'll make sure to tag your page in it as well. So, you know, all of your listeners can be tuning in and find a way to see the event. But yeah, we're going to have fun. This should be hopefully in the Molten Advertiser as well. We're going to try to get some TV coverage for this event and just kind of raise awareness because there's really no reason that this is not happening not only all over the state, but all over the country. This is something that volunteer fire stations need. And, you know, I'm just hoping that this will be a very um, amazing event, not only for the fire station, but for the community as well. Hannah Stevens with the Caddo Midway Volunteer Fire Department. Thank you for joining me here on the Mark White Show today and sharing about this fall festival coming up October 7th. Looking forward to having James Spann in the next segment. Thank you, Hannah. Thank you. All right, folks, I hope you'll stick with us as we continue this conversation about the importance of volunteer fire departments in our communities and this special event coming up October the 7th at Caddo Midway Volunteer Fire Department. You are listening to The Mark White Show, and I'm your host, Mark White. We can make a difference. All we have to do is try. Every day's a chance to change somebody else's life. Let's all do something good today. 
Bob Sykes Barbecue has a big announcement. They are now delivering to your home or office. Just order online and we'll take care of the rest. Check them out at bobsykes.com. Since 1943, Athens Bible School has endeavored to provide quality education in a Christian environment and to equip young people with the tools to be successful. ABS is accredited by Cognia and a member of the Alabama High School Athletic Association. With the Bible at the foundation, with all of our curriculum from pre-K to 12, ABS has something unique to offer. Find out more information at AthensBible.com. With six convenient locations to serve you, Bankston Motorhomes is your local RV dealer. They have some of the top brand name RVs for sale at incredible prices. Whether you are looking for an awesome RV for a long-term road trip or a smaller or more lightweight RV for the occasional weekend getaway, Bankston Motorhomes is here to provide you with some outstanding options and deals that you just won't find anywhere else. For more information, go to bankstonmotorhomes.com or visit one of their six convenient locations in Huntsville, Florence, Warrior, Albertville, and Ardmore in Nashville, Tennessee. That's Bankston Motorhomes. This is Cora White inviting you to tune in every Saturday to Cora's Corner on the Mark White Show. Chick-fil-A Decatur, Alabama is a supporter of the Mark White Show, and we appreciate their support. You can visit one of the two locations at Chick-fil-A on Beltline Road and Chick-fil-A Highway 31 South in Decatur. Marmac Real Estate has eight offices throughout the state of Alabama. That includes Decatur, Hartzell, Coleman, Florence, Killen, Muscle Shoals, Orange Beach, and Dauphin Island. There are more than 140 agents throughout Alabama. You can easily reach one of those agents by going to marmac.us and tell them the Mark White Show sent you. And we're back. We're glad to have on the line with us James Spann, Chief Meteorologist at 3340 in Birmingham, Alabama. James has been on the show before, and the last time he talked to us several years ago, we were trying to help Brody Simpson, Jason Simpson's son, and I appreciated James being willing to come on the show back then, and I appreciate him coming on the show today as we talk about the importance of volunteer fire departments in our communities and the Caddo Midway Volunteer Fire Department Fall Festival that's coming up on October the 7th. Welcome back to the Mark White Show, James Spann. Mark, I hope I don't take your show down the tubes here. You never know with me. You, you never know. This could take it right down the wrong direction. We'll try. <laughs> well, we had a great interview with Hannah Stevens, so that may help a lot because she did a great job and she explained her part, her role with the volunteer fire department and the importance of supporting volunteer fire departments. When it comes to meteorologists and boots on the ground, first responders, there's an important relationship that has to be established. Yeah, you know, I, I I will tell you that people really don't appreciate the fact that we have so many volunteer fire departments in this state and in this region. They are a critical part of saving lives 
and protecting property, and they just don't really get enough attention. They don't get enough credit. I'll tell you, Mark, uh, you know, we've had a lot of tornadoes on my watch over the years, and uh, some of the most heroic deeds have been done by those volunteers with these fire departments to come in when a tornado touches down and you've got just, it is chaos. It's, it's absolute Hades, and people are hurt, and you can't find everybody. You hear somebody screaming, got a house over here that's on fire, and yet through all of that chaos, they managed to get in there and get people stabilized and get them transported. And they're just absolute heroes. So anything we can do to support them, I'm all in. When we go back to the earliest days of your career, James, when did you realize in the meteorology world, the connection between first responders and your work? When was it that you really realized the magnitude of the connection? Well, this is how old I am. It It was April of 1974. Uh, I was a senior in high school, and my hobby at the time, and still is today, ham radio, we had a horrific tornado event, April 3rd, the night of April 3rd, 1974, and the high school gave me three days off because there was a desperate need for communication volunteers to set up ham radio gear. There were, there were no cell phones in 1974, and my first assignment was in Jasper, and they put me in the People's Hospital. And my job was to establish a link between the hospital and the relief agencies in Birmingham. Uh, Mark, I saw things that night that I've never talked about publicly or privately, and I never will. I, I just don't know if a child that's 17, that was my age back then, needed to see that. But I think I had to experience that for some reason to do what I do for a living. But the, the ones that transported those patients in there, they were mostly smaller volunteer fire departments in rural parts of Walker County and Marion County. And uh, you, you could tell from the look in their eyes that, that they'd been through the things that nobody should see, but they did their job. They did it professionally. And if those people weren't out there on that night, there's no doubt the death toll would have been much, much higher. Obviously, I'm thankful for what you do and the support that you have offered our communities across the state when it comes to the weather. You've been a real asset over the years in your service, and we appreciate that. As we think about going to a place like Cato Midway Volunteer Fire Department and supporting their particular fundraising effort, what is a message that you would have for people who may not necessarily understand the cost that goes into the volunteer fire departments and an encouraging message to get a listener to go from observer to actually helping to fund these efforts? Well, li- listen, the, the, the amazing thing about these people to me, and, and listen, I, I've been around volunteer fire departments for forever. I, I support them. I've seen them in action. And most all of these men and women, they don't do it for, for an ego trip to, to get, hey, man, I'm going to get me some cool posts on Facebook or on the TikTok or something. They don't, they don't do it for any of that. They don't do it for their own glory. They do it with a servant's heart. And it's really hard to find people like that anymore. But it just seems like that position has attracted folks that are willing to come in there and just help other people. And obviously, they're not doing it for money and they're not doing it for fame. They're just doing it because they want to help people in their communities. And by the training that they've gotten, uh, they can stabilize patients and they can really, really save lives. We don't save lives in the weather business. We don't do that. They do. They're the heroes. And so... And understanding running a volunteer fire department, it's not cheap. Uh, it takes equipment. 
It takes equipment that needs to be upgraded, equipment that needs to be maintained. And that's for the safety of the volunteer firefighters and, and the first responders and, you know, for the safety of the people that they serve. And as you know, Mark, this stuff's not cheap. And so by doing anything you can to support them financially, and you don't have to give $50,000, you can give just a small amount, just a little bit, just to pitch in and help them. And that's an encouraging thing for them. If they see people responding and people that are willing to give of their time and their money to help them, it pumps them up. And everybody needs a little encouragement to do what they do. And they sure, they sure need the encouragement. I think you bring up a great point, James, when we talk about how much to give. Someone who has $5 or a dollar, if that's what they can give and that's what they can offer to their volunteer fire departments, that is appreciated. No one should feel like their contribution is something that's not important. Right. And, 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 and that's the thing. You know, sometimes you might see at a fundraiser for a, for a volunteer fire department, somebody comes in there with a check for $5,000. And you're thinking, well, goodness, I can't participate in this. Well, you know what? If a whole lot of people give five dollars, that's just as good as five thousand dollars. It's the same thing, and so yeah, it, it, just whatever you can. And the other thing you can give also is your time. Uh, maybe you're a mechanic and you can work on a vehicle, but they they need that. And maybe you do uh, HVAC work, and, and at their volunteer fire headquarters, they they need some air conditioning work. There's all kind of ways you can help them. And if nothing else, you can pray for them or say an encouraging word to them. I, I, that, that stuff's just as important, too. And on October the 7th at Caddo Midway Volunteer Fire Department, you will be giving some time to the fire department as you will be there from 12 to 3 in Lawrence County. Book signing, people can find your books at spanbook.com, but we want people to go to Caddo Midway Volunteer Fire Department on October 7th and be a part of this effort from 12 to 4. And I know that they appreciate your support on that particular Saturday. Yeah, and listen, uh, people in Lawrence County, they know what happened April 27, 2011, and not just on that day. Goodness, Lawrence County's had a rich history of tornadoes over the decades that I've been alive. And so, you know, and, and accordingly, whenever a place has a lot of severe weather, weather dweebs and nerds and geeks and dorks evolve. And if you like weather, you'll like this stuff. Press publishers, I don't have you know, I'm just there. Crest Publishers, they've got all these hats and shirts and this really cool stuff for weather people. And again, it's just a way to attract folks to come out and see what Hannah and her team are doing there. You can learn ways that you can get involved in helping the volunteer fire department. So it's kind of a win-win for everybody. So if you remotely like weather at all, you need to come see us. Uh, we take so many pictures and have, we have so much fun. And, and I like to listen to stories. I learn from people. The, the only way you can learn is to listen. And people share their experiences about tornadoes. Maybe it was a direct hit. Maybe it was a close encounter. Maybe it was calling a relative to let them know that they're in a tornado warning polygon. We've learned that by listening to people, it can make us much better at our jobs when we're on that green wall and hours and hours of severe weather coverage. Uh, and nothing can beat that. So I love the connection we make with different people. So uh, it, it will be uh, just a, a great fun day and October typically offers the best weather of the whole year. Uh, it's typically the driest month of the year. We typically don't have tornadoes. Tornado season begins November 1st. So that's a great time of the year to do this. James Pan, it's always a pleasure to have you on the Mark White show and especially the topics that we're covering, trying to make a difference in the lives of others. And I appreciate your time this afternoon as we talk about 
our volunteer fire departments and the importance of their service in our community. And thank you again for your service as a meteorologist there in Birmingham, Alabama. Well, Mark, thank you. I always appreciate the chance to be on here and have a marvelous day. Take care. Here on the Mark White Show, we're recognizing difference makers and sharing their stories to encourage and inspire. And I hope today's show has been helpful to you. I hope that you'll share it with your family, your friends, and your neighbors. Let them know about the Mark White Show and what we're doing to make a difference in our communities around the country and the world. I want you to follow the Mark White Show on Facebook and Instagram and subscribe to the Mark White Show podcast wherever you get your podcast. You have been listening to another edition of the Mark White Show, and this is Mark White encouraging you to find your purpose by making a difference in someone's life today. There are moments in life you wish you could capture forever. Alabama the Beautiful is a new online magazine that preserves images from sweet home Alabama. Yours anytime, online, every month. Where the eye captures the moment and it really does last forever. Be sure to check out alabamathebeautifulmagazine.com. Thompson Roofing and Construction is a locally owned family business serving the North Alabama and Southern Tennessee area. They are a Better Business Bureau A-plus member since 2011 and a GAF Master Elite Contractor. Give them a call at 256-952-3309 or check them out on the web at 256roofing.com. They offer free inspections. Thompson Roofing and Construction. Mr. Cecil Batchelor is the one that started this business as Dependable Service Center. And even though now it's Green's Dependable Hardware and we're a true value store, our tagline is still your Dependable Service Center. We've tried to keep that alive for all these years. Mr. Batchelor really started a good business. We're really excited to be carrying on a long-standing tradition. It's the oldest retail store in the city of Russell. We're Green's Dependable Hardware, 15220A Highway 43 in Russellville. Alabama. We're right behind McDonald's or right across the street from the hospital. Number is 256-331-0123. The Dependable Service Center. Is it time for a haircut? Give my friend Philip Butler at Southwind Barbershop a call. Located in Rogersville, Alabama. You can call him at 256-247-5658. Make an appointment or just walk in. That's Southwind Barbershop in Rogersville, Alabama. Are you building your dream home? Or have you decided to stay in your current home and remodel? Either way, we all know that kitchens and baths are smart investments when it comes to the value and livability of our homes. Regardless of the project size or complexity, you want and deserve quality products and amazing service before, during, and most importantly, after the sale. A big part of that service is dealing with people that understand their products and can provide advice and consultation that you can rely on. Sounds like a tall order for sure. Who can give you the brands you know and trust and the professional help you deserve? Our friends over at Park Supply Company, of course. They are the go-to for all of your kitchen, bath, and DIY needs. Visit their locations in Huntsville and Athens and you will understand the difference of the Park Supply way. Large selection with the small hometown feel you love. Mention this ad and receive a one-time coupon good for $10 off of a $50 purchase. Go to parksupplycompany.com 
and connect with them today. Since 1943, Athens Bible School has endeavored to provide quality education in a Christian environment and to equip young people with the tools to be successful. ABS is accredited by Cognia and a member of the Alabama High School Athletic Association. With the Bible at the foundation, with all of our curriculum from pre-K to 12, ABS has something unique to offer. Find out more information at AthensBible.com. Chick-fil-A Decatur, Alabama is a supporter of the Mark White Show, and we appreciate their support. You can visit one of the two locations at Chick-fil-A on Beltline Road and Chick-fil-A Highway 31 South in Decatur. These are my kind of people.